In Atlanta, one voice has stood out for over four decades. An AJC original, The Monica Pearson Show. Let's talk about how you got to ESPN. Revealing interviews. You are known as America's doctor, but I want to know who you were before that. When you have a different name, you have different color skin, it can be tough. With Atlanta's most famous faces as you've never seen them before. I'm telling my story. This is the American dream. The Monica Pearson Show, streaming now on AJC.com. Good morning. This is D. Orlando Ledbetter of the Atlanta Journal-Constitution with the 11th episode of the Bowtie Chronicles podcast. Everything you need to know about the Atlanta Falcons. The Falcons are coming off a 23-17 loss to the Buffalo Bills on Sunday at Mercedes-Benz Stadium. The Falcons took on some major injuries in that game. Defensive end Jack Crawford has a bicep injury that's going to require a long time uh, on the injury list. Wide receiver Julio Jones suffered a hip flexor. Mohamed Sanu has a hamstring. Keanu Neal went out with a hand injury. And the Falcons already had a pretty long injury list. So we've seen uh, teams coming off of the Super Bowl suffer these rash of injuries and uh, maybe, you know, this is happening to the Falcons, but Coach Quinn believes some of his players are coming back. Vic Beasley's on the injury list. That's a hamstring strain. Ryan Schrader and Ricardo Allen are in the concussion protocol. Defensive tackle Courtney Upshaw has a high ankle sprain. And Teron Ward, the backup running back, has a uh, neck and shoulder injury. But after the game, Coach indicated that some of those players are close to coming back. So we'll get an update from him later today around 2 o'clock. Have open locker room today at 12.50. Uh, when they win, they have something called Victory Monday. And they give the players off. They don't have to talk to the media. And, uh, you know, you can request people by phone. But, uh, you know, that that's one of their perks, I think, is not talking to the media on Monday. And that's really kind of sad that they turn that into a perk. But today we'll see who's in the locker room, wants to chat, tell us what happened against Buffalo and what they're going to do for the bye week. Uh, that starts at 12.50 today. But a couple issues coming out of this game. One's the power outage issue. Uh, the Falcons can't keep throwing the ball on third and one, fourth and one. They did it in the Super Bowl. They did it again against Buffalo. Uh, you know, that goes against everything, uh, you know, that they say they stand for. They're the brotherhood, and they're going to go out there and fight for each other. They can't fight for each other for one yard. Uh, you know, that that's not, not very good. So uh, I think they have to come up with a power package, a super jumbo package, uh, put, you know, Don Terry Poe in the backfield, Grady Jarrett, and just steam ahead and get that yard. I mean, that's what, you know, um, football's all about. You know, they know it's coming. Hey, line up and go get it. Strap up your helmet, get that yard, keep it moving. Uh, I'm tired of these passes here on third and one, fourth and one. Uh, and Mark Bradley dealt with that in his column today. So we'll um, certainly ask Coach Quinn about his jumbo package. Uh, and, uh, you know, that's something they need to work on here down the stretch. Also, an area of concern coming out of here. I'm not that concerned, but the numbers look bad, so we need to talk this out. Uh, the five interceptions in the last five, uh, two games by Matt Ryan, 
you know, that's that's too many. He didn't have um, a game last year with more than one interception, and he had that uh, sack fumble there against the Bills. The um, But I know when the interceptions uh, come. I've been around for his whole career here. They come when he's trying to do too much. When his blocking's not up to par, he starts running around, uh, and things just don't unfold the way they're designed to unfold, and that's where he gets into trouble. We saw that against uh, Buffalo. He's trying to force one into Nick Williams. The ball comes out high because he's running around back there and can't step into that throw. Uh, and I don't know how open Nick Williams was. That might have been a predetermined throw to get the yardage. Uh, but I didn't like that throw. I certainly didn't like the throw to Taylor Gabriel. He scrambles outside the pocket, uh, tries to get it down the field to his 5'9 guy who's covered by Micah Hyde, the uh, former Green Bay Packers safeties with Buffalo now, and Micah picked him off. Micah picked him off on the other one too. So, um, you know, but the line should be getting better. Uh, Brian Schrader's back. He, he he appears to be closer to returning than uh, uh, some of these other players on the list. So that will certainly help him get established or reestablish the pocket. Jake Matthews just had a rough outing against Jerry Hughes, one of the fine uh, rush ends in the league. Uh, both tackles were uh, combined to give up 11 uh, hurries, pressures, and hits. Uh, and that's a bad day when you know people are coming around the corner. Matt didn't hold on to the ball that long yesterday, and uh, that was because his pocket wasn't very firm, especially on the outsides. One thing I've been talking about, too, here is these throwback jerseys. I was warning everybody before the game that strange things happen when they play them, and we certainly seen that on Sunday. You know, they – uh they uh, lost to San Diego last year, now the L.A. Chargers, but uh, blew a 17-point lead. And then this game here against Buffalo, they can't get a yard on third and one, the former, you know, one of the league's top offenses. Uh, we, um, I think the throwback jerseys, I know the people like them. Uh, they want to buy them, but, you know, given the Falcons' history, uh, you know, that, that they shouldn't be honoring these jerseys. Uh, you know, let them stay in the museum. Been a lot of good players that come through here and play for the Atlanta Falcons, but there's also been a lot of um, you know losing losing teams here. And so, and when you bring back them throwbacks, there only should be a couple jerseys they should bring back. The 1998 jersey is one. Uh, you know, bring that one back. You can do that one. Uh, you know, and and some of these recent playoff teams under the Coach Smith and Coach Quinn eras, but. Uh, you know, don't let the sales department dictate to you there. Throw those away. Keep them in the museum. Okay, also a couple couple issues, too, on defense um, uh, about the rookies. We have DeMonte Casey on one end of the spectrum and Duke Riley on the other. Casey had a great game in his first start at free safety for Ricardo Allen. Gave up one catch for one yard. Uh, I thought he could have got over the top and busted up one of those Charles Clay passes uh, where Keanu Neal was beat, but he, you know, he'll see that on film. He'll be able to do that and get over the top next time. Duke Riley, the third-round pick from LSU, is struggling. He had two more missed tackles against the Bills. He's got eight on the season. He's the 33rd-rated outside linebacker, according to 
uh, profootballfocus.com. You know, last, 33rd is the last in their list, uh, the way they're counting things. And, uh, you know, the Falcons got to decide, hey, they're going to live through this. It's going to get better. You know, he's a rookie. Uh, they they did um, the same thing last year with Deion Jones and Devondre Campbell. They had to, you know, live through some rookie mistakes. But, you know, missed tackles, that's physical stuff. You got to make the tackles. And, uh, you know, if he's blowing assignments, that's one thing. But missing tackles, that's a whole nother. So I suspect. We'll get something from Coach Quinn on on Duke Riley and how he's playing and and his improvement plan coming out of the bye week. Now, um, you all know the Falcons have spent a great deal of time and resources on covering tight ends. You know, they do it with three different uh, positions. Sometimes it's the strong safety. Sometimes it's the strong side linebacker. And sometimes it's the weak side linebacker. None of those... uh, combinations worked against the Bills. So uh, Keanu Neal gave up a play. Devondre Campbell's doing the best. And then it, there's Duke Riley at weak side linebacker uh, who was trailing in coverage, um, you know, on at least one play that I recall. So covering tight ends moving forward is going to be an issue. They they still have to fin- tighten that up. Uh, now that Charles Clay is coming here and uh, showed him, you know, uh, that that's a weakness. And we should see that improve coming in the coming weeks. Now we can, um, you know, just review here. We got the injuries. The injury bug is something we got to pay close attention to. Uh, Crawford's going to be down. So maybe with uh, Upshaw back, that's a swap. Uh, in the uh, defensive tackle group, y'all, they already brought up Joe Villano and playing him. Rasheed Hegeman's been cut, so that's not. Uh, an option the power outage get a jumbo package run the ball on third and one fourth and one quit trying to fool people and finesse people uh matt ryan said he thought it was eight or nine people in the box on the replay i saw i counted seven i'm gonna look at the coach's tape later today i didn't see eight people in there i could have missed one we'll 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 check it out uh, Ryan's picks, I, we know what that comes from, from the line. They got to tighten it up up there. Keep the throwback jerseys at home. Leave them in the museum. You know, wear them to your high school reunions. But the football team should not be wearing them uh, in uh, NFL games in the future. We got KZ doing well, Duke Riley uh, in the improvement plan department. And they got to cover the tight ends. So we have the bye week coming up. Then the Dolphins here on October the 15th at the Mercedes-Benz Stadium before the Falcons travel up to New England to play the Patriots in a Super Bowl rematch. This is D. Orlando Ledbetter signing off from the Bowtie Chronicles podcast, the 11th episode. We'll see you on Wednesday where we talk about some of the bye week issues that the Falcons are concerned with. Take care and have a great day. Hip-hop is a product of black people. It's a product of black song and celebration. The Atlanta Journal-Constitution presents Hip-hop's most pulled elements are pulled from the South. A Southern hip-hop store. We always go back to that moment of the Source Awards. 
Everybody wants your rhythm, but they don't want your blues. The biggest names in hip-hop. Atlanta is still the mecca for hip-hop. 50 years. No one can deny. One film. The power of the South now. The South got something to say. Streaming now at AJC.com slash hip-hop. The AJC's trusted veteran political voices, Greg Bluestein, Patricia Murphy, Tia Mitchell, and Bill Nygut are the essential source for Georgia politics. The Atlanta Journal-Constitution's Politically Georgia. Sign up for the newsletter, download the podcast, subscribe to the AJC.